you wish you could hear God's voice? Are you struggling to find stillness in the busyness of mom life? Is being present daily and sometimes moment by moment a battle for you? Welcome home, sister. This is Unabridged Faith. Aloha, my name is Paige Amber Bacani. I am a lover of Jesus, wife, mama, and mentor. After living by my own strength for years, I finally gave up and took a chance on Him. The simplest way to describe what the Lord has done in my life is that I was one way and now I am completely different. I want that for you. My mission is to journey alongside you as we openly grow in our faith by being present with God's Word, practicing prayer, pursuing fellowship, and sharing powerful testimonies. If you want to learn how to invite God's peace into your heart, motherhood, and mind, I know this podcast will speak to you. Slip on your shoes, strap on your little ones, and let's go for a walk. We have a date with the Lord. All my love, your sister, Paige. Aloha and good morning, mamas. Okay, so I am doing some market research this week, and I've been reaching out to different women who I feel fit the description of who I believe that my listener is, although I have a very open mind and open heart about who this woman will be. But I wanted to do market research because, and by market research, I just mean pretty much I get to sit down live with these women and ask them questions. Market research can sound very fancy, but that's all that it is. And I'm doing this because I don't want to do this podcast just to have a podcast. I truly feel that this is where the Lord has led me and I want to do it with joy and excitement. But even more than that, I want to actually be speaking from my heart in a way that I know that I'm helping you. I don't just want to be talking to talk. I want to speak directly to your problems. I want to speak directly to your issues. I want to speak directly to where you're struggling as a woman, as a wife, as a mama. I'm here for you and I can do that best by being honest with you and by honestly hearing from you. So I've mentioned before, I'll put it in the show notes, um, my email and a Facebook group to connect. And I would so appreciate you guys just sharing any stories, any questions, any struggles. I just want it to be a sacred space of authenticity between women, wives, and mamas of any and all ages, truly. I wanted to start there. I'm going to go into prayer. And then just to be as authentic as possible, you guys, I'm going to do the market research on myself, which is I'm realizing I'm a little bit nervous, which is good because then when I'm speaking to you guys, I understand like, oh, you know what? There might be some nerves. Like I keep telling the women, oh, no pressure, no pressure. But then when I'm sitting down in front of the mic to speak to you guys, I'm like, hmm, there's a little bit of pressure. Even though I'm saying no pressure, there's still some pressure. (laughs) Father God, I thank you so much that I can come to you whenever I'm feeling pressure, whenever I'm feeling anxious or nervous, I can come to you when I'm feeling joy. I can come to you when I'm feeling tired. I can come to you when I'm feeling like I have so much energy, my body is going to burst. I love you. I ask, as always, as I open my mouth, you fill it, and that this would speak directly to the woman that is listening. I love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. First question is, what is the number one thing I'm struggling with right now. And you guys can be asking yourselves these questions as I'm going along. Okay, guys, this would be game changer. If you have the time, 
and you are listening to these questions, if you could write them down or put them in your notes or a text or something and then email them to me or um, put them in the Facebook group, you guys, I if I had gold, I would give you gold for it because that's how it feels to me. So that would be amazing. However, I understand if you're on a walk with your little or your couple littles and there's just so much going on, I get it. If it's possible for you, please. Okay. What is the number one thing you're struggling with right now? For me, it's creating boundaries for myself and finding balance between my top priorities in a season of transition. My top priorities, I'm going to talk about a lot, but they are my relationship with the Lord, my marriage, my relationship with Evan, my motherhood, my relationship with Jacob, my health, and then my ministry or business, whatever word you want to put in there. Those are my top five. And I'm really, really struggling, like I said, to balance them and realizing that a lot of that is going to come from setting boundaries, but not being completely sure how to set boundaries in such a season of transition, but leaning on the Lord and viewing this as an opportunity to say, okay, God, you know what? I'm a little bit weak here. I'm a little bit shaky here. I'm a little bit unclear here, but these are my needs. Please create the time for me. Please create the space for me. Please create the presence for me. And then walking through my day in faith as if those things are happening and just being expectant for any little moment to open up and being ready to use that moment. Um, And God is doing so much refining in me, just taking out this critical spirit, taking out this complaining spirit, taking out this controlling spirit, because then I can find those open times. I'm just complaining or I'm being critical or I'm being controlling. Like I wanted 10 minutes and I only have two minutes or I wanted it in the morning and now it's at night, whatever it may be. Yeah, just laying it down at the feet of Jesus and saying, thank you. Can I please have more? (laughs) All right, I'm just going to stop there. Second question. Why do you think you're having that struggle? I know I'm having that struggle because I also struggle with putting others first and then myself first. And I'm just going to be honest with you guys. I'm not going to speak from a place of knowing things or acting like I know things when I don't. I still struggle between the putting yourself first because you can't serve anybody if you're empty versus like serving like our Lord and putting others first and trusting that he's going to fill us up. So all of that is a gray space for me right now and he's refining me in it. And I hope that someday I have an answer for you guys, but I don't have one as of now. I know that sometimes he brings me through a battle and I feel victorious and I feel that I made the right choice. And then maybe I try to make that exact choice next time without relying on him. And then I feel defeated. So every moment he wants us to ask him, okay, daddy, right now, should I, should I stretch? Should I do something that I know is going to fill me up and then go feed Jacob, breastfeed Jacob? Or should I feed Jacob first and then go stretch? Something so simple like that. Or Can I start stretching and then if he needs me, I can trust Evan to come down and I can pause. I can be okay with pausing. I can feed him and then I can be okay with starting again. So my biggest struggle is not wanting to selfishly put myself first and let others struggle. And like I keep saying, this is a huge season of transition for us. Um, But I also don't want to only put others first and just become a shell of myself and truly 
get sick, you know, like physically sick, um, mentally sick, emotionally sick. So that's why I'm having the struggle. What are the reasons you can't overcome that struggle? Some of the reasons are I'm just not giving myself the space. I'm not giving God the space right now and I'm doing my very best and he is giving me so much grace to do even better. For example, the other night, my bedtime, you guys are going to laugh at me, is seriously 8.30. (laughs) I, by that time in the day, I told you guys, mornings are my jam. Getting up at 4.30 makes my heart sing. I am just, yes, this is amazing. Can I get up like this every day? I'm not going to lie, I'm tired when I get up. But I know that it's what's best for me to have that time to truly dedicate to the Lord and be focused, not just rushing through so that I can stay in that place of his presence the whole day. Um, But then by 8.30, I am like, okay, you know what day you got me and I am ready to just end and go to bed. But the other day, my husband and I stayed up late, nine o'clock, you guys, that's late. And we went out on the deck. We just drank some kombucha. And I mentioned I'm staying at my mom's house right now. They have a pond in the back. They live on a farm and it is just beautiful. There was so much stillness, so much silence, but also music. All the bugs doing their little thing that they do, all their chirping and their singing. And it was amazing. It was a symphony outside for free in the fresh air with my husband drinking kombucha. It truly couldn't have been any better. And it's just creating that space. And I'm learning to do that slowly. Again, I have seasons of victory. Yes, I know how to create space. I'm preaching it to other people. Like, this is the way, walk in it. And then the next season, I'm so defeated. What is space? Who has time for space? Anything that I ever told you, don't listen to me. So that's a perfect disclaimer. Anything you guys ever hear from me, please, 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 please go to the word and check it for yourself. I am here to light your heart on fire for the Lord. I am here to, as best as he would grace me to, bring you into his presence. But by no means am I the Lord, which you guys know that. And by no means am I the presence of the Lord. You guys know that. So please take what I have to say, trusting that I prayed over it and I'm speaking it in faith, but also realizing I am a human being. I go through different seasons of my life. I have matured a lot, but I have a lot of maturity to go. So don't take what I have to say as the capital T truth, but also please go back to the word, back to the Bible, back to God's word and check me. And if you ever find a place that's really like, hmm, Paige, I'm not really sure where you got this. Like, can we have a conversation about it? Again, please connect with me. Okay, I'm loving this, guys. I'm going off on huge tangents. Next question. Why is pain point, so whatever you said, keeping you from your desired result? So let me think back through this. Why is boundaries and finding balance keeping me from being still and present or balanced? Because without boundaries... I don't feel that I can be balanced. I can't, if I don't have boundaries around my time with the Lord, then it's going to be unbalanced. If I don't have boundaries around my marriage, unbalanced, my motherhood, if this is making sense to you guys. And so because I don't have those boundaries yet, because I haven't learned to lean on the Lord in every single moment to help me build those boundaries and create those boundaries and allow, I like that word a lot better than build, allow the boundaries to be. 
it's keeping me from that sense of presence, that sense of peace, that sense of trust. Okay, question number four. <clears throat> why do you think that is happening? Again, I know why that's happening. <laughs> because I am stubborn and God is refining me from my stubborn spirit, my critical spirit. And in that, he's allowing me to take his hand. He's allowing me to trust him. He is allowing me to give over my uncertainty of how to balance, how to create boundaries, and allowing me to walk with him into this presence, into this peace, into this balance that I'm seeking. So I'm keeping myself. The question was, why do you think that is happening? Because I'm not fully allowing it yet. Even though I want to want to allow it, if that makes sense, I know that there's still moments in the days that I hinder it myself. What have you tried that hasn't or has worked in the past? Okay, this is perfect. So one thing that I have tried that hasn't worked in the past is getting more sleep. I'm thinking to myself, okay, if I get more sleep, if I just sleep in, I'll be more rested and then I can go about my day better. And this is just me, you guys. This might be different. I don't know if you guys can find this in the Bible. Maybe you can. <laughs> but this is very much a personal experience. So that has not worked for me because I wake up and shortly after Jacob wakes up and then my day begins and I love it. I love being a mom, you guys. I love it. But to show up and I understand this isn't always possible, but to show up as all of the woman, wife and mama that I feel that the Lord has called me to be, I crave that time with the Lord. And not that I can't have that time with the Lord when I'm with Jacob. I know that I can but I so desire to have that stillness for my soul to begin the morning, that sacred space with God to begin and then carry out throughout my day, if that makes sense. So when I wake up and then Jacob wakes up and then the whole house wakes up and then the day is just going and I'm thrown into the world, that doesn't work for me. I've tried season after season and it just, it never works for me. What I've tried that has worked, that I tried again this morning and it's going very well. I'm probably gonna want a nap, probably gonna take a nap, <laughs> and also probably gonna go to bed at 8.30 at night, is waking up at 4.30. What has helped is creating that time. Okay, I desire more time with the Lord. I desire more time to move my body. I desire more time to create and then pour into my boys, pour into the women, pour into anyone else that the Lord brings me all day long and walk through the day in his presence. But knowing, okay, in order to do that, in order to not compromise my marriage and my motherhood by kind of pushing them to the side and saying, oh no, I want to do this first. I want to do this first. Like, can you just X, Y, Z while I do this? creating that space for myself, knowing that this is something that I desire. So this is something that I need to be responsible for boundaries. And I need to be disciplined in boundaries. And waking up early for me is something that works really, really well. I'm losing the number here. I think this is number one, two, three, four, five, six, number seven. What do you think would be different if pain point wasn't a concern? So for me, what do you think would be different if boundaries and balancing my priorities wasn't a concern? Well, I would be so at peace. I would be so present. 
I would be in the Holy Spirit flow that I talk about, knowing that I know that I know that I'm taking that next right step. And the days would just flow out of me. I would be able to see things for what they are in each moment. Instead of being so noisy in my head and noisy in my heart, noisy in my soul, really, my mind, will, and emotions, so noisy that when something's happening, I don't even see it as an opportunity to shine the Lord's light. I just shy away from it or I boldly go in and speak what I think needs to be spoken in that moment instead of just quietly resting and saying, Lord, how would you handle this? Lord, how can I see this as an opportunity right now? Lord, how can I just rest right now? So my whole life would be different. I would be different. My presence, because of how deep my presence is, would be with him, would change the atmosphere. It would change the environment for others. And I've seen this happen in seasons of my life. I've seen this happen in different hours of different days. This is something that's accessible to every single person who has Holy Spirit within them at any moment. And the moments when I choose it, the moments when I allow it, you guys, there's nothing like it. <laughs> and then the moment that I take my eyes away and I start trying to do it in my own strength, honorably, I think that, you know, this is the right thing. I should try to do it. I should do it in my strength. And then I'll go to God if I can. Those are the moments when I falter. Those are the moments when I find myself asking, why? What happened? When, when did this change? And my life wouldn't have so many of those moments if... My pain point of being um, balanced in my priorities and creating boundaries wasn't a concern. Question number eight. What is the number one thing you want to happen with desired result right now? So for me, what is the number one thing I want to happen with boundaries and balancing my priorities right now? I, what is the number thing I want? Number one thing I want, I want, I mean, in the simple answer is to be balanced and to know how to create boundaries, but I want to do that with the Lord. If you guys haven't got that already, I want to do it with the Lord. I don't want to do it in my own strength. I don't necessarily want to read a book about boundaries and then apply steps one, two, and three to my life. I want to truly journey with him and ask him continuously, okay, is this a boundary? Is that a boundary? Um, is this an opportunity? Is that an opportunity? How can I prioritize you here? How can I prioritize Evan there? How can I prioritize Jacob here? What does it look like to prioritize my health in this ministry you're blessing me with? So the number one thing I want to happen is to just be closer with God. I just want my mind and my heart to turn to him before they turn to anything else, before it turns to the worry, before it turns to the anxiety, before it turns to questioning other people what they think. I want it to turn to him first. Why hasn't that happened for you? These questions are so good. So question number nine, why hasn't that happened for you? That's what I love about these questions is it's pretty much the same question, but it's just going a layer deeper, a layer deeper each time. So it hasn't happened for me again, because I'm, I haven't created the space. I haven't trusted the Lord enough to slow down. That's hard to say to you guys. My podcast is called Unabridged Faith and I haven't trusted the Lord in a space. Just want to say that. I want to be honest with you guys. My goal is unabridged faith. I live my life in unabridged faith, but I'm not perfect at it. I am a human being and I still struggle. 
That was a little bit of a tangent that I know just needed to be out there. Why hasn't it happened for you? Because I haven't trusted God enough to create that space for him. I haven't trusted him enough to say, okay, God, well, I'll say what I do say to him. I'm afraid, God. I'm afraid if I stop, if I slow down, if I rest, it's all going to crumble. Everything's going to come apart. No one else can handle it like I can. No one else can deal with the pressure. No one else understands what needs to be done. No one else sees the list. I'm afraid. Whereas I want to say, okay, God, I trust you. I'm going to take a step back, which I did yesterday. I'm going to rest, which I did yesterday. I'm going to look to you first, which I'm learning to do. Because that way, when things begin to happen like they do, because you're good and you're faithful and you have a plan much bigger than what I can even imagine. And in reality, all I want to do is take the next right step in my, for what my role is in your plan, not my plan, your plan. And I want you to reveal what my role is in it. Why hasn't that happened for you? Yeah, because I haven't surrendered. I haven't continuously surrendered. I surrendered, but it's that continual, okay, I surrender. Okay, I surrender again. Oh, I'm nervous. Oh, I surrender again. Oh, I'm anxious. Oh, I surrender again. Oh, I'm frustrated because I let my anxiety grow for so long. I surrender. Question number 10, what are the things you're Googling right now? You guys, this question doesn't even apply to me because I Google everything. So this market research, the hope of it is that I get to know the listener better so that I can speak into her specifically. But this question, what are the things I'm Googling right now? I'm Googling everything. I love research. My top things that I love researching are Jesus motherhood, aka babies, marriage, and wholesome health, health in general. So, which is so cool, you guys. I I didn't even plan that. My top five priorities are the top five things that I'm Googling most often. So truly anything, breastfeeding, bodily functions, marriage, different devotions, um, different, this is a good one. Women that I'll see on Instagram, I want to look into them a little bit more before I just, which I will never just take what they're saying as truth, but I want to know a little bit more about their background. If I see a book that I really like, I look into that. I want to know a little bit more about the background. If I hear this is a superfood, it's going to cure everything in your life. I want to know a little bit more about the background. So it's really hard for me, which has truly been a blessing. It's really hard for me to just take what someone says and just be like, okay, cool. Then that's what I'm going to do. I really like to know, okay, why? You know, what are the reasons? What are the benefits? What are the not benefits? I I say that I am the biggest devil's advocate and it has served me really well. It did not serve me well in my teenage years when I devil's advocated everything with my parents. There was a lot of grounding. <laughs> but now as I've grown, it has served me. It served my family well because not only do I say, okay, this is something I want. Let's look at the benefits of it. I also say, okay, this is something I want. Oh man, let's look at the downside of it. Like let's look at the cons just so I can get a good, well-rounded picture of it. So a better question for me would be, what am I not Googling right now? (laughs) Question number 12, what am I looking up on Pinterest or IG related to my niche, to the listeners, to my desired outcome would be for you guys. So what am I looking up on Pinterest or IG that's related to you guys? I honestly don't use Pinterest too much, but whenever I do get on it, it's such a refreshment for my soul 
because when I'm on there, it really is, which is what I think it's meant to be, it's almost a heavenly vision board for me. So it's filled with scriptures. It's filled with colors that make me happy. It's filled with dream gardens and dream homes and families and quotes and just goodness. There's a verse that I cannot think of off the top of my head, but pretty much the Lord is telling us if there's good things that are noble and good and righteous and holy, think on those things. And I feel that that's what my Pinterest board is for me and I love it. When it comes to Instagram, mostly mamas, mostly mamas who love the Lord and mostly mamas who love the Lord and really cherish stewarding their body well and their family's bodies well. So that's pretty much what my Instagram is full of, as well as, of course, my friends and my family and keeping up with them and loving on them and encouraging them and lots of Hawaii, lots of the island. But I honestly have taken a huge step back from Instagram too. It's been really refreshing because I get to use it as a tool now and I'm so grateful for it. I'm so grateful to be able to connect through that platform, but I'm not grateful for it when I allow myself to be sucked into it and I could be being present with my child in a moment, but instead I'm trying to capture something and then put a little quote on it and then share it and get the music right. And you guys know what I'm talking about. So yeah, that's been a huge blessing for me. Question number 13, what would be the biggest breakthrough for you related to desire? For me, what would be the biggest breakthrough for me related to boundaries and balancing my priorities? Okay, guys, if you haven't heard me say this already, (laughs) I feel like a record, but it's good because I think I needed to hear myself say this so many times. My biggest breakthrough would be waking up each morning, giving myself the time and the space that I desire, the way that the Lord created me, what I feel that is a need for me physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, being disciplined enough to get up which also means, right, going to bed early that night before, which also means stewarding what I put into my body that night so that I can feel restful, which also means I'm kind of backing up, moving my body enough during the day so that when I lay down to rest at night, I'm ready to sleep and I'm not restless. So being disciplined is number one, what the biggest breakthrough looks like, is not the biggest breakthrough, but that's one of them. But it looks more than anything like, yeah, getting up in the morning and first thing, just reaching out. Okay, daddy, I'm up. Okay, daddy, it's a new day. Okay, daddy, what is my role in your plan today? Okay, daddy, let's sit down and just be in each other's presence. Okay, daddy, Jacob just woke up. Like, let's go love on him. Okay, daddy, I'm going to sit down now at my computer. What do you want me to do? Who do you want me to reach out to? What do you want me to speak into the microphone? I'm about to plug in and what should I say? And just asking him question after question after question and trusting that that's what he wants. That's what he desires. I'm not nagging him. I'm not annoying him. He's not having to make time for me. I just think about my relationship with Jacob. You guys, I don't know if you can relate to this. I'm going to be honest. I love being a mom, but there's times when I'm like, okay, is it nap time? Is it bedtime? You know, like I can tell he's getting to that point and I'm getting to that point, especially in the evening. And I put him to sleep and I kid you not, 30 minutes later, I'm looking on the monitor like, Oh, do you want to wake up? Like, I miss you. I want to kiss you. I want to hug you. I'm looking at pictures of him. I'm looking at videos on my phone. I know there's some moms laughing right now because this is real life. My husband and I do this constantly. So 
it comes to morning time and I'm sitting there just waiting for him to wake up so that I can just be with him. So I can just, he doesn't even talk yet. So I can't even hear his stories. I mean, he's definitely babbling and it's the cutest thing ever, but it's not like he's actually verbally communicating with me, but I don't care. I really don't care at all. Even if he was sleeping, if I knew that I wouldn't be disturbing his development, I'd just go sit in, and sometimes I do, just go sit in there with him and look at him, like, cause I love him so much. And that is human love, which is big, it's strong, but it is nothing like the love of the creator. It is nothing like the love of the father. And that's the love he has for me. And I was just talking to one of my really, really, really close childhood, you guys, I cherish this friendship one of my girlfriends, and we were just talking about how we can hear that voice, you know, just the shame and just saying, no, that is not the truth. I might not feel connected to God right now. I might not feel close to him, but I trust that I am. I am his daughter. He loves me. He wants me. He cherishes me. And not because of me, because of him. That just says so much more about his love, his faithfulness, his glory, his expansiveness, just his capability to love beyond our wildest imagination. So my biggest breakthrough would be truly trusting, fully, unabridged faith, trusting his love for me is true and genuine and lasting through every season, no matter if I feel like I'm being good, quote unquote, or bad, quote unquote, or taking the next right steps, quote unquote, or stuck, whatever it might be, whatever we kind of say in our humanness, just disregarding all of it and just looking at him and saying, oh, okay, I remember God, I surrender again. I love you. I hold my hand, hold me, carry me, be with me, I'm here. That would be my biggest breakthrough, just trusting that he wants me in every moment because of his goodness and allowing myself to give myself over to him, allowing myself to just rest in that truth. I hope that this spoke to you guys today because it just was flowing out of me. I feel that there was a lot of repetition in what I was saying, but I know that I prayed over it and I trust that just like I need to, needed to hear it come out of my own mouth multiple times, I trust that there's a woman that just needed to hear that over and over and over to just pierce her heart and pour his love into it, pierce her mind and pour his love into it. And... I love you guys so much. I'm so happy to be here with you guys. Have a beautiful day, mama. Mwah. Aloha, sweet sister. I am eager to connect and hear how the Lord spoke to you through today's episode, or maybe even throughout the week, because I trust that He did. I wanna ask you to pause and help me with a quick favor. If this podcast has blessed you in any way, please take a moment and share how through leaving a heartfelt review on Apple Podcast. This helps other women like us find unabridged faith. Your kind words fill my heart with so much joy, and I have hope that your review also encourages others. If you are ready to go all in with your faith, please email me at unabridgedfaith@gmail.com at gmail.com so we can stay in touch. And come join our community of faith-filled women at facebook.com slash unabridgedfaith. I trust that the Lord will continue to use this podcast to draw us nearer to His heart. And I pray for a week full of intention and connection as we grow in unabridged faith. In Jesus' name, amen.